Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number one podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts, Evan and Peter. Enjoy. All right, Toast. Uh, Giants have the best draft in the league, and let me tell you why. All right, sure. Hit me with your best shot. Because the G-Men. Now, all jokes aside, we probably had the best value pick in round one. Who did? Come on. Who who had the better val- value value action of Jalen Carter? Forgot about him. Yeah, he's on your. I'm gonna quickly pivot to him. God, why does he have to be on the Eagles, bro? Why? 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 Because the because the Eagles are forming the the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah, or the Georgia Eagles, bro. It's like Daniel Jones getting sacked 17 times by the end of the first quarter. I mean, should have drafted more. Their, their bench players are top first round draft picks. Right, right, right. N'Kobe Dean and uh, who's the other first round pick? Oh, no, the other top guy they got last year. Oh, the D tackle, he was hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Something Is it Jordan Davis or whatever? something Davis? Yes, I yes, yes. Those are two studs that had barely even sniffed the field because of how electric their defense is. Well, right, yeah. I mean, and it's like, bro, like what they're literally assembling like prime Pittsburgh Steeler defense or like the 86 Bears. 85. 85. I know I said it as soon as I said that. I was like, please hope he doesn't pick it up. You always pick it up. You always pick it up. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm a wizard. Point being, um, they're going to be tough to beat and they're kind of a shoe in to win the division. Like, don't get me wrong. I like to be like, Blissfully unaware, be like the Giants are going to take it, but like a lot has to go the Giants' favor, and a lot has to go like against the Eagles for that to happen. Right. But in reality, as long as Jalen Hurts is healthy, they win the division. Yeah. I mean, but, fair. You know, it's not. There's nothing shameful about playing for the wild card. I mean, Miami's done it for decades. I mean, yeah, it's been over a decade since we last won uh, the division, so. Make the playoffs. I'll be happy, you know. If I can get like nine, ten wins out of him, Evan, I'll be excited. All right, good. A great Should wide be. receiver. No, sorry, a great value receiver. They're calling him like Tyreek Jr., you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, we also got the center of our future, who I thought was going to be a first round pick. Right, right. That's a good yeah, pick. Things are looking up, man. Things are every year for the past couple of years, we've taken a step forward. And you know what? For the first time since Eli, like we have a consistent quarterback and we have a coach that seems competent. And, you know, some guys just sticking around. As long as they re- I don't know how I feel about Saquon. I'm kind of like, hopefully they can reach a decent deal. Like I want him to come back, but I also don't want to pay him anything crazy. But he's also worth it, kind of, because he's such a receiving threat. I don't know. I go back every day. I change my opinion. I mean, that's the dilemma with Saquon, because if he when he's healthy, he obviously would have had that contract by now. Yeah, but, but the thing yeah. is, though, like, it's not like you can argue him like he's a pure rusher, where it's like I get it. It's not like he's Jonathan Taylor, or he's a pure downhill guy, or like you know, or like Todd Gurley who was decimated after injury, like he's or even Zeke. All- yeah, like he still has a lot left in the tank, and he brings a lot in the receiving game, and he's a very versatile runner, and he's like the most dynamic back we've seen in a while. Right. 
So I don't know where to go with that. But Evan, tell me about the Miami draft. How are you feeling about it? Um, I mean, when you have no first round pick, four draft picks, and you know you don't have your first two first round picks or a third or a fourth or a fifth, you know it's it tends to not be as exciting. And also, a lot of people are just like, "Oh, you have a terrible draft because you only had four picks," you know. And yes, they didn't draft like a Darnell Washington, or they didn't draft you know a, a lineman early, which. You know, a lot of people, including myself, would have preferred. Uh-huh. But I looked at, like, the Cam Smith pick, the cornerback out of South Carolina. I saw it as a complete doubling down on a position group that, yes, is already very good. Mm. But you have to look at it at not even from, okay, like, what's Xavier Howard's future with his health and the contract? It's even from the guys below, like Nick Needham, for example, a pass regime guy who's who tore his who tore his Achilles last year and is back on a one year sort of prove it deal that provides cover and other guys as well. So like it it kind of pushes everyone up or down the pecking order with that pick. So and you know, he Mike McDaniel loves his speed, so he p- picked the fast guy in the third round as a running back. So I mean, yeah, it wasn't exciting. It you know, we especially we don't have a first round pick, you know, but well, how bad though know, did you want Darnell Washington? I really wanted him badly. I really did. And if you want to go and if you want to go into like some of the winners later in a little bit, we can talk about, you know, the Steelers and how they drafted. But um got Joey Porter in the second round. Like that was hey, a hey, hey, I pre- I predicted him going to the Pittsburgh, not in the second round, but I'll I'll take a a, a moral victory there. But um I, I I guess there was something that other teams knew that we didn't know why he slid that far. It's like I feel like the Steelers pick every guy that just slides, like Darnell. They picked Joey Porter the year before. It was. Feels, um, I feel like those te- like teams like the Steelers, the Chiefs, teams was like it the that. Year before? What's the what? receiver? George Pickens. They picked Pickens slid out of nowhere because right. concerns. Darnell Washington, same thing, injury concerns. Darnell's like if your right tackle could also be Gronk. Right. Right. At a peak, obviously, not actually Gronk. Right. But you get my point being. He would be – how dirty would he be in San Fran? I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, I, I feel like San Fran would have a feel – I feel that would be the beautiful system for him. I mean, any tight end in San Fran would be like, oh, man, you know, it could be it literally anyone. try to make Kittle into a blocker, like might as well just get Darnell Washington. I mean, Darnell is practically a blocker first, so. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but he can he can catch and run the ball up, but he'll just truck through you. All right, fair, all right, all right. Hand it to him a little bit of a fullback dive. He'll get in there. All right. All right. All right. All right. Another question I had with this draft is I was so confused. How is Eli Ricks undrafted? I don't know if you follow him at all. I didn't really at all. I just recognized his name after leaving LSU, going to Alabama, went undrafted, and got picked up by the Eagles. And I was kind of shocked because looking back, you know how people make those goofy-ass mock drafts at the end of the year before? Right, 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 right. At the end of 2022. Oh, right. A lot of people are mocking him as a first-round corner. 
I mean, people were doing the same thing for like Spencer Rattler like a year ago. Like, oh, you know, he's going to go for a silver haul or something. And he's still in college. Arizona State, uh, South Carolina. Maybe there's off the field issues. I don't, I just don't, I just don't get how, but of course he goes to the Eagles, you know, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Of course. I just hate the Eagles. They had a great draft. I think they, so them the Steelers had the, had the, had the best drafts. Your boy. What? Your Patriot. The Patriots had a good ass first round pick. Got a quarterback good, pick on top 10. It was, they had the greatest draft. The greatest first round draft, uh, first round, and here's why. Not only did they pick the most Bill Belichick player in Christian Gonzalez, he's actually screwed, like the best defender that was on the board. Argu- yeah, yeah, arguably, arguably the best cornerback. If you want to, you know, him yeah. or Witherspoon, they also screwed over the Jets. And it was funny enough because we were saying because we thought that the Jets switched it to screw the Patriots, but at the end of the day, they screwed the Jets. Bill, Bill Bill's all, not going down like that. Bill, he remembers how his tenure in, with the Jets, mm. he is still sticking it to him 20-plus years later. He doesn't care. He had a lot of tenures at a lot of places. Come on. Was, yes. Obviously, he got but, he got his ring with the Giants, man. So you put some respect on him. Mm, right, right, right. And then we, then we had a 30-for-30 30 30 on that. Yeah, Bill and Bill. Yeah. Bill squared. What was your biggest takeaway from this draft, Evan? That I'm happy but sad. But it's weird. Like I'm talking about Will Levis in a sense of um it's you know how I wasn't the biggest Will Levis guy. Yeah. But I still thought he was gonna get picked fourth overall. I still thought I just saw we all saw the traits, just the physical traits. It's like, it makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I'm happy in a sense. It's like, you know, these teams didn't buy the hype that like, that like ESPN and these, you know, media outlets run with. Mm-hmm. But I do feel bad in the sense of like, he, without a doubt, bought it all. And definitely was like, wow, I might be our first round pick. I want to... Screw watching this draft at home. I'm going to take my family down to Kansas City, and we can sit in that war room. So that was the worst in the thing room. Because... Yeah. No, sorry. No, no. I was. I was, I was just like a point. month, a month back. They were asking him if he was going to go to the draft, and he was like, "We'll wait and see. Like, if I'm not going to be like a top ten guy, I'm not going to even go because I don't want to sit there with the cameras in my face and wait through the whole the, the whole draft." And now you flash forward; he's supposed to be, you know, like a top ten lock. And he's got to sit there with the cameras just breathing down his neck the entire time. Makes and you think the stu- maybe they put some yeah. narrative to get that. Like they, they, want those, they want those moments. They want like the, oh no, when will I get picked? Oh no. Oh no, bro. Uh, yeah, it's. And of course, Tennessee. I mean, also, it kind of means Malik Willis is like actually done. Like, oh, he's got to be. Got to be done. Like, he's like right? officially yeah. done. Yeah, there's no way he's back. No way. After one year and you're picking. Another like, the roster. There's no way. But like, I guess it kind of officially proves that he has like no passing ability. Like we kind of saw or, in preseason, like he he's very athletic and can break out of the pocket. But like, he was the epitome of run first, ask questions later, and like even in a calm pocket would just run away 
and was it had a strong arm but a very inaccurate arm and just couldn't make a read. I mean, we could say that, yeah, you know, he played at a, you know, he played at Liberty, you know, not the the greatest competition, but you know, you can develop this stuff. Like, look at, look at Jalen Hurts. You know, a bit of a well, question that's mark. A completely passing. different weight class. I mean, not everyone was on board with Jalen Hurts. Come on. Yeah, he only played at Alabama and then went to Oklahoma and won a Heisman. Now, I feel that's completely different than the guy from Liberty. We didn't hear. But from. But still, he he only, he was what the fifth, sixth quarterback drafted at the time. He was drafted behind Jordan Love. We have not the the jury's still out on Jordan Love. I mean, sure, but it's all about coaching. Look, Jalen Hurts wasn't a surefire. Jordan Love not, yet. We don't know was, what he is. Okay, I'm not talking about Jordan Love right now. I'm talking about I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was not the finished product passing. He wasn't. And then what happened? He went to the right situation with the right coach and developed it. No, you know who developed it? Who? Who the who who who? Where was he at, Evan? He went from a pretty mid to below average passer at Alabama. He went to a certain scheme. He went to the quarterback whisperer in Oklahoma. Tua Tungavailoa. It pushed him. That's right. He lost his job to Tua. I didn't know Tua was in Oklahoma. Well, he he kicked him out of Alabama. He kicked him out of Alabama. Who was there? I mean, he kicked him out of Alabama. So who who was in Oklahoma? Uh, a certain Lincoln Riley. Okay, so Mr. Lincoln Riley with a proven track record of producing NFL talented quarterbacks. He he molded him. He helped him get to where he is now. Uh, you can say whatever you want in the Philly system. I think that Philly was the perfect atmosphere for him. As much as I hate to say it, it's just because it's a very high-pressure atmosphere, and he's like, he lit. He thrives in the pressure. He lives the pressure. He's got a great attitude, hardworking, down to earth guy, and it it was the perfect storm for him. But he would have succeeded in general. I think. I really. I, I don't really, think so. I was really pro Jalen Hurts. I don't think so. I think it is like like look in the sense of like of like Lamar in the sense of like he. I understand it's tough to replicate the MVP stuff. Obviously, you, we wouldn't agree. That's like the top right there. But he's sort of stifled in a sense. And that's due to coaching and not properly building around him. Uh-huh. You know, I'm, like a lot of it's coaching. So, yes, Lincoln Riley definitely helped for sure. But like the gap that he made from his rookie year where, yeah, you saw the flashes and like, oh, he's a better thrower than we thought, but it still wasn't. He was still the raw thrower of the football. But and then he squats. took that next step. What? You see how much he could squat, though? Exactly. Obviously, squatting equals throwing the football. Makes sense. He's a dog, bro. Uh, I say this every I single- mean, he's a dog now, for sure. Like, like he's, he's, hey, he's doubted me wrong. That's for sure. I wasn't the craziest Jalen Hurts guy. And he's proved me and probably a lot of people wrong. So good on him. And he's like the only like true likable person on that on the Eagles. So I hate the Eagles, bro. So much. Like I read to take it in, and they're gonna be good for a while now. And like Dallas is always gonna be they're not gonna win anything, but they're gonna be relevant. The commanders are gonna suck, and the Giants are gonna it's gonna be one of those divisions where we just have to claw. And fight and scrap every single year. 
Hey, I would have smiled means... too much over there. Do you know what division you're in right now? I didn't you're say anything. Be, you guys are going to finish like, I, third or last. Oh, okay. D- this guy's coping. He's coping. He can't cope with the fact that we're in a. I think we'll still come second. I- I'm not scared about the Jets. I'm still not. So, you know, there's that. Hmm. Well, do uh, you have anything else to say about football, Evan? Um. Hmm. Feels like there's definitely something. Like, I, I guess also it's a team I'm I, I'm a, I'm very interested in, in watching. It's got to be Houston drafting your quarterback of the future at number two, and then mm-hmm. at, and then you trade up number three, and you're like screwed next year. I don't care where it goes. We're gonna pick Will Anderson. That has all that serious cojones, onions. Double order right They're there. They're trying to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're trying. They're... Red alert. Houston is trying to do something. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to work out this year, but they're trying. They're, they're do, actually, does it, there's effort. Does, does it reek of a GM potentially feeling the pressure, though? Oh, 100%. This this could be one of those situations where you just don't let get to live to see the final product, and he gets fired when they're bad, and then the next GM comes in, and then he already's gifted this, and is like, "Yeah, I'm like that. This is me. This is all me. I did this." I'm sure that's like David Gettleman right now. He's probably somewhere in like some crusty ass basement, like, "Ah, I'm the reason." But he wreckers, wreckers. Hey, we well, know, we're doing so good. The Giants are piecing it together, man. Well, that's a lot to say for football. I'm just excited. Yeah. Oh, and also two running backs were drafted in the first round. Which is weird. Think about it. You got two new young offensive coordinators picking dynamic running backs. I think we're, we might see something new going on. There's, there's got to be a reason, bro. There's something, there's something getting cooked up right here. I know. I don't think it's a coincidence. Like, there's a reason this is happening. And I'm just I'm curious to see how it'll work out. Like Our, they they got the, they both have the similar scheme mindset. They're gonna try and use them as like slot receivers or something. There's gonna be some interesting packages they're gonna come out in. Listen, was I shocked by those picks? Absolutely. But you know what? Am I intrigued? Also, yes. I'm intrigued because we seeing Jacksonville how they're using ETN and how we were like, what are they doing? And then the other, the rest of the league was like, wait a second, they're on to something. No, they didn't do it right. Yeah, but they're on to something. Like it's weird because I think Bijan is the, a better running back than Jameer Gibbs, although I don't trust. Might have more of a wider range skill set. Who, Jameer Gibbs? I mean, yes, that's true. But I don't trust the Falcons and that coaching staff. I agree. Then, yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised that Jameer is has more success with Detroit, although they spent $18 million on for three years on David Montgomery. I don't get it. But, you know, who knows? Like I said, yeah, you said versatility. I, I really like Jameer Gibbs. I was hoping maybe he fell to Miami at the second round. Obviously, he didn't sniff it, so. There you go. But 
Atlanta's gonna have a really dynamic group of guys, and they have like a randomly hyper athletic group of young guys on that offense with a new offensive coordinator. They could be cooking something else up over there. And their quarterback, Desmond Ritter. They have, so they brought somebody else in though, didn't they? I know Desmond Ritter is probably gonna be the guy. But Taylor Heineke. That's what it is. It could be Heineke season. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's no way you're just like all about Heineke right now. I was talking about Heineke as a backup know, for the Dolphins, and you're all, all well, you're mainly, ripping mainly me. Because I hate the commanders too. So that's kind of like also part of the reason. How can you hate the commanders? You're just the commanders. That's why. Don't... Jesus, man. Those are like, wait, it kind of made sense for a second. Eh? I don't even know. Like, sure. I can say the same thing. Why do you dislike the Jets and the Jets? You know why? Well, that's different. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. It's different because it's my team. Yeah. But it's like also like like who? Like at least like the thing is also we don't surround the ourselves. don't have fans either. So don't you say that. No, I'm not saying that. I'm, what I'm saying is we don't surround ourselves with commanders fans on the daily. Like we're like we're in Jets Giants territory, so you 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 get it a little bit. But close. Okay, well you know we're from the area. It just worked with me, man. Come on, come on, Dan Snyder though. That's like the whole. I know he's not there anymore, but like. Well, he's still there technically, but yeah. And then for now, like, I forget the name of the owner, but now somehow, what's his name's involved? Magic Johnson, he's part of the group that now owns Washington. Shout out Magic, Mr. Urban. Yeah, yeah. that is so interesting. Like, still gonna watch that show, and you get on my nerves. We've been talking about that show for like a year. Yeah, but then like I saw like how they treated Jerry West. You didn't even like, watch it. Well, I heard about it, bro. Get off of Twitter and experience it. I mean, I would like to have fe- these characters be real. Oh no, they make Jerry West a crybaby. Oh no. I mean, if he is, if he was a crybaby, I that's obviously fine. But if he wasn't a crybaby, then what the hell is that? What, what is that? He made good entertainment. That's right. Where's oh, the integrity? Oh no, an old old guy complaining about things. I'm shocked. What was if he wasn't? Forget about it. There it is. Show, that show was so good. I, I'm so hyped for another season. Yeah, and, I highly recommend. But you're never going to watch it. Stop. Just stop. 10 out of 10. If any guys are listening, definitely go watch. What was, hey, the, what was the show Money called? Ball. It's this underground film. Yeah. Although it's funny because like that movie also factually incorrect as well like that's inaccurate Same too. With the nfl draft one it might be the most like inaccurate okay i've i've one. heard i haven't seen that one but i've heard that's also How like, not very ridiculous it? bro do you watch anything uh, you're the biggest I, sports nerd and you don't watch the sports movies honestly i just yeah look my work ethic for watching shows and tv and movies are just not there yeah i know neither is mine and i've seen it Congratulations! You want like a you want like a bow? You want like I'll take a medal and a cookie. What if I told you the cookie part is a lot more easier to obtain? I could I'll take a cookie. Okay, Bevan, this is what I really want to get into. 
I want okay. you to break down deep dive analysis, rant as much as you like. Why are the Mets so bad? And how are they still second place in the division? Uh, I don't really, I'm not sure if I really want to talk about it because they suck. Like, I, I don't think I'm like, tell me about it. Like, break, like, why, why do they suck? Just break it down for me. I mean, they're pitching's ass, they're hitting's ass. <laughs> and their their coach, their coach's ass. Their coach is a coach that has never won anywhere he's gone. Uh, their GM is the GM that didn't build a team around Otani and Trout and didn't win. I, I honestly, I don't think I've enjoyed watching a base a Met game in like three weeks. Honestly, probably since like Eat Creek Easter. So. Don't worry, the Yankees also suck, even though they're bashing in the A's right now, but they're also the A's. So but I would hope. I just wanted to have my moment. We're like, even we bash the A's. So we're like, we, we one game them. over 500 and we're in dead last. For some reason, our division decided to be like, what if we were all like filthy this year? And then Tampa is like, yeah, remember the Dodgers last year? We're, we're like that. We're even better because we're like yeah. that. And they have a whole team of like prospects that nobody knows and Wander Franco. And then everyone's like, what? What is this? Yeah, they're a good team. <laughs> Best scouting department of any yeah. sport of all time for some reason. Like, if I'm Steve Cohen, I just raid their entire scouting department. Just give me any. Whatever your salary is, I'll double it. Just yeah, leave. Because I don't want to see any more Canas, Eduardo Escobars on my team ever again. I, I just, you know what? They've been and watching Moneyball. They've been watching Moneyball in Tampa. Yeah, you know, what? like they're, like they're like, the Rays are what Billy Moneyball Bean wants. and Money, but Moneyball was, but not for like a year. They're like for a longer time. They've been news for they've been news for a few years now. Obviously, they made the World Series a couple seasons ago. Yeah. They're uh, like they're a team. The, the, the Rays are so weird because like I don't want to root for them in the sense of like their owners don't care. And like with the stadium and like they obviously don't put enough money into the team. Like they clearly don't care. But it's like the Rays because like, oh, they're the Rays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, and they're and they build these insane teams. Built with like, you know, paid for like crackers and peanuts. God, it's another thing. I mean, like, why? Why are they good, Evan? Why? I mean, I think that's a potentially sustainable model, right there. It's analytics driven. Yeah. Whereas, like th- some of the other teams, still, I feel like a lot of teams still have like old school managers that like coach off of the vibes. Like today, just feels like a so and so day. Like it's like just yeah. old school. Like you know, it's just the baseball's officially taking that turn. Where guys are hiring just guys that know analytics. Like there are people who are legitimately hired who have a minimal to no baseball knowledge, but are really like that with numbers. And it's clearly they are, working. They are statisticians. They're mathematicians. They're data scientists, bro. Yes, literally. And to think is like football, not football, baseball felt like one of those sports that was the the least predictable i feel like by data like there's a lot of factors i feel like there's a lot of a lot of things you can't account for i mean especially with so little guys being able to have longevity and a lot of guys just popping in and out of the league and being relevant out of nowhere 
it just didn't feel like baseball was the one and it's probably the most effective right now like it's probably the only sport you could effectively analyze this with data it's yeah 100% like basketball too Ruth you think so I don't know if you watched that, that was what the Showtime Lakers were about, bro. That they were they were creating that new style, fast paced basketball, and they're picking the right guys. You watch the show, I mean, you would know. I mean, I, I the Pat Riley think, got thrown in there. Great, congrats. I was thinking more like they would be behind a computer screen and be like, "Let's crunch the numbers." That seems like what you're talking about for that this Lakers show is just, you know being you know being able to adapt and you know being a good competent management team Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah yeah the Mets suck so call up the young guys what else you gotta say what else you got from me on this wonderful Tuesday night Um, let's the see. NBA, I don't even the NBA playoffs. I feel like are just like kind of mid right now. I don't know if it's just me. Like, there have been good games, but it's like I just I feel like basketball has been calling to me lately. It just like, I watch the games here and there, and then I'm just like, okay. The yeah, only games like, I'm probably watching the most is those Lakers Warriors games. But like, I don't care about Knicks Knicks Heat at all. Celtics and Sixers. I hate both of them with a fiery passion. So like, eh. It's like a flop. It's like Marcus Marjolin beat flop off. There you go. And then Denver Phoenix, which is actually also a very good series. Nikola Jokic lost and had he had fifty three points. That was kind of ridiculous. No, the hockey playoffs are the best. NHL playoffs. The Devils are washed. They're down 3 1. Why are you talking like I'm a Devils fan? Like, what? I'm just saying that's the only reason I've been watching the playoffs because I watched the Devils game. Yeah, they're getting their ass kicked now. So I just was just watching now and I was like, wow. They they really have to turn up now. Like, they they lose. They can't just like lose. They have to get smacked. I also love how I'm just talking about the NHL playoffs and like, "Eh, the Devils. I mean, that's like. For some reason, why is Florida like that? Like, why are they about Florida is like that? Well, how they beat the Bruins and now they're up what three one or three zero? Three zero. What? The whole league's looking Insane. around like you. You just see that, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just see that. Angel are playoffs, just, man. Fill me in on this. Are they just like that, or are they hot, or both? I think a little bit of both. I think they are like they are They're catching solid. hot for sure. Like they they've been one of the hotter teams in the past couple of months. But like they are like it looks like how they came back against Boston, and now they're just curb stopping the Leafs. It's like oh yeah, no, these guys might be legitimate. Yeah, they got one of the some of the best players. Like their goalie Bobrovsky is getting hot at the right moment. They have to, uh, Matthew Kachuk, one of the best players in this league right now like they just get a combination of skilled guys that can score and just guys that can just bully bully you and they're bullying the Leafs who are just you know 
as much as the talent that they have, they're just absolute pushovers. But that's like a, a different they, sort like, of podcast. Uh, absolutely, they've been pushovers for like 20, well, I guess since the last time they won a cup, so 50 years. Mm, so they're like the Dolphins. They're more sad. They're more pathetic. How? Like, like they've. How so? There's a really good video. Are you guys going to have like, pathetic off? No, they're like no, they're bad. Like they're path. Oh, like the Mets. No, well, at least no, even more. They, <laughs> I was like, know, we, we, no, we won more recently. They are so, like they've had their ownership has been like literally like disastrous. Like, oh, like the Wizards, s- somehow worse. <laughs> you see what I'm doing here, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I see how you're getting there. I see, I see. <laughs> At least you got the Canadians back. Hey, they're rebuilding, but I'm enjoying the rebuild. Hey, that's a shock. I've never heard you say that for anything ever. I mean, they've never they've since my since last like I started watching, they've really haven't truly rebuilt. So, okay, okay. Well, Evan, would you like to take us out? We'll give a final message. Give us like an inspirational like, fortune cookie takeout. Listen. <clears throat> doesn't matter if you win it doesn't matter if you lose but what I do know and what you should know is go on Instagram and go on TikTok and follow the Toast in the Morning accounts because if you don't you're missing out I'm not going to do like a threat thing you're just, you're just missing out we're gonna get right. some more content on that. On that, all right. We, we, we cooled down a little bit the past like month, but we'll pick up. Take us out on that. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.